If you're a business owner, you're always looking for ways to widen your circle. And networking is certainly a great way to do that. In this episode, we're going to talk about a slightly different approach to networking. Curious? Well, you'll need to listen to the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I'm really excited, and I know you're going to love this conversation because I get to talk to another podcaster. Brian Hansen is the host of Behind the Business Curtain podcast. He's also a marketer and a tech guy, but today we're going to stay focused on just podcasting as a way of expanding your network. Ryan, welcome to the show. Lorraine, thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. Oh, this is absolutely my pleasure because I think you and I are kindred spirits. I love podcasting because I get to meet so many cool people and I'm kind of getting a sense that you do too. A hundred percent, yes. So tell me, how did you kind of get started down this path and why do you think it's a great approach to networking? Yeah. So since we've been married, my wife refers to me as a professional extrovert where I can monetize ADHD by going out and talking to people about their business ideas and then helping them act on it. So it was a natural fit. And uh, when I started my job at Build Online, uh, a software company, they said, well, if that's what you like doing, go out and do that because I'm, I'm business development for them. So what better way uh, to get in front of the right people that you want to talk to than saying, hey, can you come on my show? Let's take a look behind your business, how you got started, where you were before that. And then we'll highlight you. We'll, we'll post it on your socials, LinkedIn, wherever you want. And so it's bringing them value. But what I get out of it is, one, a fun conversation. Uh, two, I, I get to learn the business principles that my audience gets to learn. So it's it's a win-win, well, win-win-win me, the guest, and the audience. So it doesn't get much better than that for free marketing. No, it really doesn't. And like you, I have found that when you have the right guest and mm -hmm. they're as excited about the show as you are, and they promote and you promote, those are some of my favorite episodes. Yep. I completely agree. Okay. So if I'm thinking about starting out, creating a podcast. I don't really envision myself as a professional extrovert yeah. or I don't know necessarily what I want to talk about. How do I begin this process? Mm. I think the time to start a podcast is yesterday for anybody thinking about it. Um, fortunately, there are so many good tools out there there's companies that can help you stand one up if you have a budget for it. So if you're a bigger company and you want to put one of your salespeople on a podcast for your business, Sweetfish Media comes to mind. But then tools that are super cheap. If if you are on a shoestring, like most of us have started, uh, Buzzsprout will disseminate your podcast to all of the platforms at the same time. YouTube is free to use if you're doing video recording. Yeah, I. you know what? I'll, I'll go back to Buzzsprout. They have so many checklists and podcast episodes and resources for how to start your podcast as, as early as how do you hone in on what you want to talk about or example questions to run with. All of the resources are there and they're free or extremely cheap. So yeah, there's no real excuse for anybody. You could do it with an iPhone. 
when you say that, that's actually how my podcast started. Yep. I got this new iPhone 13 years ago <laughs> and somebody said, oh, you know, you can record conversations. And I'm like, really? And yep. that was really how this all started. So beyond the technical stuff, as you're trying to mm -hmm. use this for networking, what kind of tips can you give someone if their real goal is, hey, I want to do this like Ryan did. I want to use it to connect. I want to use it to talk to prospective customers. How do they go about that? Sure. So I'd say uh, this is actually one of the things that I, I half-heartedly joke about with my own guests on my podcast is I kind of don't care how many people listen, even if it's just my mom. What I hope to get out of it is a new relationship with the person, build some credibility. And you know what? If the audience grows, that's great. If not, I just keep doing what you're doing. So it, it really is a networking tool. I hope to bring value to guests. So that's why I do focus on growing the audience. But the goal is ultimately relationships. So that's step one. It, it doesn't have to be scary. You don't have to beat yourself up if you're not getting a thousand downloads a week within the first couple months, because that's just not going to happen. Um, so mentality is first. And then really hone your interviewing skills. That's a very important part. So you and I both know kind of back and forth rhythm, but somebody who's not comfortable with that might struggle. And so it's up to you to keep the flow going. And uh, if that's something you do naturally, that's fine. But it's absolutely something you can refine and learn. So maybe watching a masterclass on interviewing or again, free resources out there for interview tips. There's They're, they're abundant. Do you have a funny story or just a conversation that stands out because it was memorable? Right. So a newbie podcast error that I fortunately got to correct because my guest was extremely gracious. I had an hour and 10 minute conversation with somebody that was going to get edited down to about a 30 minute episode very early on. And when I went to save it, I was using a DaVinci Resolve to edit it. And I went to hit save after I made some edits. And I was like, do you want to replace the original file? And it, my gut was like, don't do it. And I hit yes. And DaVinci crashed. And I lost the entire episode. So uh, tip number one is record them onto your hard drive, immediately move the raw file over to an external hard drive, and then edit that one. Once it's uploaded and everything, it exists in the wild and you can delete them. But so yeah, big error there. Other conversations that I was having were, say it's a nonprofit to, to help a certain cause. I, I won't even get into the details, but I'm sitting there fighting back tears because I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I started the interview. So do your homework ahead of time. Just Google them, figure out what they do, learn a little bit because when you're sitting there trying to host a podcast and you're trying not to cry, it's uh, it gets a little awkward for the guest. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. I can feel your pain. I've had more than one or two hiccups over the years and <laughs> definitely have two and three copies of the original floating around. Yep. Even after it's uploaded and live in the wild, I always have original episodes going back forever. Just, just I don't know why. I, I totally understand. It's a lot of work and it's a journal of what I was doing in my business at the time. Absolutely. So you're going to have these conversations and you're going to make contacts and, and get to know people. People. Is there anything else that you think someone who's going down this path might want to keep in mind? 
bring value later. You're going to meet a lot of new people. You can repost the same episodes, shouting them out, just reminding them you're there and that you're, you enjoyed your conversation enough to, to share it again. But multiple times I've gotten the ability to connect different guests. And so I'm always on the lookout for ways that I can bring value. So that brings massive value to the right people. If I'm talking to somebody who has this service or a company and I'm talking to another guest and the specific issue that they're bringing up or whatever they're they're dealing with at the time, I can connect them and solve the, the problem for both sides. And that brings me infinite joy. Being that connector is so much a part of kind of how I built my business originally. Yeah. And I think COVID has sort of messed with me a little bit, but I love the idea of using the podcast and using it to not only get to know people, but figure out who you need to introduce people to. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. And after a while, it stops being work, right? It's like I get to go have these conversations mm -hmm. and it's it's fun. And there's systems that can help you streamline the process. You're using Zencaster. I use Ecamm. They're all relatively mm -hmm. cheap softwares, but once you automate and learn your system and flow, it does not feel like work. This is always my favorite part of every day, and I hate for it to end, but Ryan, the time is just blown by. Yep. And I really want to encourage anybody who, if, who's listening, if you enjoyed this little snippet of Brian, you definitely want to check out Behind the Business Curtain to hear longer episodes where he gets to sit in the host chair. <laughs> and there'll be a link in the show notes. Ryan, thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.